Hello? Yeah. Well, I'm waiting to start. Alright. Are you guys ready? Okay. It girl in crime, murder, and mystery. Hey y'all and welcome back. So last week's case, if you haven't listened yet, was episode one. And about 20-year-old Kobe Huddy and him being shot and killed by police officer Sergeant Darren Mead. It's a really frustrating piece. I hope you have the time to check it out. Now, though last week was the It Girl topic of murder, I decided this week I would look on social media for a case on the topic of crime. There were plenty, sadly. So I made notes in my phone and decided to ask my friends for advice. Then, lo and behold, I went on Twitter and saw a case I had to talk about. Today, we will discuss a case of crime. Kim Ho was killed in a car crash in Malibu, California on February 7, 2015 by none other than Kardashian Jenner parent and radical transgender outlier Miss Caitlyn Jenner. But before we go on, hey y'all, I'm Jay, and you're about to watch a segment on Thursday Minis. Short form content minis released every Thursday that can be found on It Girl in Crime, Murder, and Mystery. These Thursday minis can be viewed fully on all podcast platforms, but not YouTube. This is where I discuss cases that are important to me since you are here If able, please follow me on Spotify, Google, or Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and other streaming platforms that can be found in the description box. My usual accessible content on those platforms is where I discuss a topic of crime, murder, and or mystery. Currently, I just went over chapter two of murder by the hands of serial killer Samuel Little. That's available on most podcast platforms along with YouTube. Just type in It Girl in Crime, Murder, and Mystery exactly as you see it here. Disclaimer, this video will have tons of different names in it, from victims to witnesses to family. I will try to monitor the use of names as often as I can, so please bear with me. Before we get into the day of the incident, I will first go into the backgrounds of the victim, Kim Ho, and driver, Caitlyn Jenner. With Kim Ho, there's not much public information about her before this incident, but this is what I found. Kimberly Ho, maiden name unknown, was born on Independence Day, July 4th, 1945. Born during President Truman's first term on July 4th, 1945, Americans observed what would be the last Independence Day of World War II. Everywhere I searched, it said she was an actress, but there had to be more to her than that with career and finances. On IMBD, she is only credited in one movie, Torchlight a drama romance from 1984 that got a 3.8 out of 10 on IMBD. In that film, she isn't a main character and is credited as Girl One. 
She's also in Elvis's Double Trouble of 1967, uncredited, but in that film, her background character is called Fraulein and the Bar. Sorry if I mispronounced that. No other acting accreditation comes up anywhere, but she was able to live a fruitful life by way of her late husband, Robert Ho, whom she married in 1975. Now this next part is research from a New York Times article. Ho and her husband, who records identify as Robert Ho, bought their home for $2.5 million two days after closing on the 2003 deal. Robert Ho collapsed and died of a heart attack, said Jim Pasucci, a realtor with Pinnacle Estate Properties, who brokered the sale. She was a very stoic lady, Pasucci said of Ho. She took it in stride. They were about to leave on a European vacation. They said we could close before or after the vacation. And I spoke to the homeowner and he wanted to close sooner. So we closed on a Friday and by Monday, her husband had passed away. She was just a very sweet lady. She was an animal activist. She loved dogs and was very socially active with that, Pasucci said. She was a very giving lady and very charitable. She and her husband didn't have any kids, so she put all her energy into that, helping animals. Her husband left her very comfortable though. Kim was a philanthropist and donor that contributed to the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. Former and president of the committee, Dr. Neil Bernard, said Ho pushed an effort in Taiwan to have scientists in rabies experiments on beagles. So now back to Kim Ho's personal life. Before she died at the age of 69, by a fatal car crash on February 7th, 2015, she owned multiple properties in the Southern California area before her untimely death. She had no biological children, but two stepchildren, William Ho and Dana Redmond from her marriage with her late husband. William Ho, age 57, and Dana Redmond, age 60, who were both living and working out of state at the time of the fatal crash. We can assume that Kim was closer in age to her stepchildren than her late husband, which obviously would cause issues and strange relationships with the stepchildren. A close friend of Kim Ho said that the stepchildren's father died in 2003 and that Kim never spoke to him of the stepchildren. He also states that he had a conversation with stepdaughter Dana Redmond shortly after Kim's death and Miss Redmond said she hadn't seen her stepmother since 2003. Since 2003? Weird, right? Well, not really for me. If one of my wealthy parents came home with a person the same age as me and decided to marry them, I'd object, throw a fit, and assume the person was a gold digger, which William and Dana possibly did. But we'll come back to the strange relationship of the stepchildren and why they are even being brought up when allegedly no relationship was had between them and Kim Ho. This is where we will discuss Caitlyn Jenner's background and who she is, just in case you did not know. According to Wikipedia, Caitlyn Marie Jenner, born William Bruce Jenner, October 28th, 1949, known as Bruce Jenner until 2015 is an American media personality and former Olympic gold medal winning decathlete. Yes, as you heard correctly from me reading the first sentence, Caitlin is transgender, male to female to be exact. 
We will go a tad further into that topic a bit later on because though it's not important or relevant to the case, her transition was a phenomenon for the time, so we will discuss this a bit later on. Now let's continue. Caitlin, formerly Bruce, had a six-year decathlon career culminating in winning a men's decathlon event at the 1976 Summer Olympics in Montreal, setting a third successive world record in gaining fame as an All-American hero. Jenner, formerly Bruce, has six children with three wives, Christy Cronover, Linda Thompson, and Chris Jenner. Caitlin appeared on the hit reality TV series, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, with Chris, their daughters, Kendall and Kylie, as well as Chris's other children from her previous marriage, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, and Rob Kardashian. Jenner publicly came out as a trans woman in April of 2015, announcing her new name in July of that year. From 2015 to 2016, she starred in the reality television series, I Am Kate, which focused on her gender transition. At the time of her coming out, she had been called the most famous trans woman in the world. Yet, Jenner is not a transgender rights activist and her views on transgender issues have been criticized by many in the LGBTQIA communities. I know you're wondering, how can she be transgender and be mostly against LGBTQIA rights? Well, in the same ways a person can be a woman, but not believe women can be president due to women's emotional hormones. Ridiculous, right? I know. Now let's backtrack on Caitlyn's transition like I said we would. She publicly came out as trans in April 2015, but the killing of Kim Ho happened February of that same year. Along with tons of media coverage and pictures of Caitlyn, then Bruce. The pictures that went public of Caitlyn were her with long hair and looking more feminine as they've been out of the media for a bit. If you were nosy like I was at the time, then you watched The Wendy Williams Show. And Wendy, before anyone, broke the news about Caitlyn. Then Bruce alleging her wearing women's clothes and transitioning into a woman, which she may have been right, I guess. Bruce, um... He was the beloved athlete from my generation. That's Bruce Jenner on that Wheaties box. I don't know who this is. Well, they, they started out uh, allegedly a happily married couple. Now they're getting divorced, but at least Bruce is now free to go on and make whatever changes in his life he'd like. Now, do I believe the death of Kim Ho is why Caitlyn came out as transgender so suddenly two months after Kim's death? Yes, I do. With all that media coverage from this high-profile incident, it put a limelight on Caitlyn's life when she usually was an uninteresting background character in the Kardashian and Jenner world. She was already getting outed on the Wendy Williams show. So to get ahead of this story and the recent pics of her from the accident, she had no choice but to come out publicly when she did. With all of this information about Kim Ho and Caitlyn Jenner, we can now talk about the details of the car crash that killed Miss Ho. Reported by the New York Times, Kim Ho spent her last decade alive living alone with her rescue dog Daisy in her home in Calabasas. She lived in a posh Southern California enclave 
where Jenner's stepdaughters, Chloe and Kourtney Kardashian, were her neighbors. Jenner and Ho, who lived near one another but did not run in the same social circles, would shockingly collide in such tragic circumstances along the Pacific Coast Highway. According to the Los Angeles Times, 69-year-old Ho was northbound on the Pacific Coast Highway on February 7, 2015, when traffic slowed and her Lexus was rear-ended by 65-year-old Caitlyn Jenner's Cadillac Escalade, which was pulling a trailer carrying an ATV. The collision pushed Ho's car into oncoming traffic, where it was slammed by a Hummer, killing the 69-year-old. Jenner's car continued forward and had a Prius driven by 29-year-old Jessica Steindorf, who was later charged with a misdemeanor for driving with a suspended license. But in December, Jenner settled a lawsuit sought by Jessica Steindorf, who sought unspecified damages. Which can I say, as she should have. Because how are you a victim in an accident and the police still run your license for insurance purposes and you end up getting a charge? I hope you are doing well and were paid good, Miss Jessica Steindorf. With that, the possibility of a manslaughter charge against Caitlyn Jenner, 65, was the topic of much discussion in the months before and after the former Olympic athlete went public with her transition from Bruce to Caitlyn. However, prosecutors announced later that September that no charges would be filed against Caitlyn. Prosecutor Patricia Wilkinson wrote in a document declining to file even a misdemeanor charge that based on facts cannot prove beyond a reasonable doubt that the suspect's conduct was unreasonable. Meaning, based on highway footage and information from witnesses on the scene, they cannot prove that Caitlin was driving maliciously, meaning she wasn't swerving in and out of the lanes or having road rage or most importantly, not following current driving laws, which she was safe driving then. Ho's final moments were caught on camera when paparazzi reportedly trailing Jenner snapped images of the accident. It was at least a four car collision. I will post some images here that aren't obscene and I will not be posting the video footage of the car crashing and whatnot, cause that's horrible. William Ho and Dana Redmond's attorney, Jeffrey D. Wolf said at the time, ultimately a jury trial is the only way to hold Miss Jenner accountable for causing Kim Ho's death. We are going to continue our efforts to ensure that justice is served. Now, if you thought this was the end of this sad case, it's not. According to TMZ, Caitlyn Jenner's hefty insurance policy isn't nearly enough for the Pacific Coast Highway crash victim, Kim Ho's family members, who say that Jenner's negligence caused way more than a half a million dollars in damages. William Ho and Dana Redman, Kim's stepchildren, filed new documents obtained by TMZ saying Caitlin's insurance policy has a $500,000 cap, but they say it's not enough to cover their damages. They also believe there will be multiple claims made against Jenner's policy and that will chew up the 500K. Jenner was already facing another lawsuit from the driver of the black Prius. So basically what they were implying at the time is that though the claim is $500,000, when average people are involved in harmful accidents and a famous celebrity or wealthy individual is involved, well, 
the average people tend to band together and sue that one person for money for damages. It was at least a four-car collision, and so if the others sued or settled with Caitlin in the accident, everyone would have a piece of that $500,000 insurance policy, which would leave the only deceased victim, Kim Ho's stepchildren, not much left over after the insurance settlement and everyone gets their cut. Now I agree with the stepchildren on that point. The cut of the $500,000 they would receive is possibly not enough for funeral and medical expenses for Kim Ho. But during Kim Ho's background, we learned that she and her stepchildren were essentially estranged for over a decade and she was wealthy. What would they be asking for? The family filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Jenner in May of 2015, asking for more money for damages and were claiming they were somewhat financially dependent on Kim Ho. Because a portion of the $500,000 isn't substantial enough even if the stepchildren got the whole thing. I guess. We all know by now that since there wasn't contact between the stepchildren and Ho, they most likely weren't dependent on their stepmother. But allegedly they found a few documents that allege that the stepchildren, William and Dana, were at least a tad bit financially dependent on Kim Ho. Now was Caitlyn Jenner then Bruce going to be charged for a serious crime like manslaughter? Well, according to TMZ, the only infraction investigators see is that Bruce was simply inattentive. It said what cops typically call DWHUA, driving with head up ass. Said plainly, there are no extenuating circumstances, texting, drinking, drugs, or yakking on the phone, so there's no felony. It was a tragic accident, but nothing more than a misdemeanor. Sheriff's investigators determined Jenner was not under the influence of any drugs or alcohol. In the end, that was good news for Caitlin. Investigators concluded that the most the evidence shows is ordinary negligence, which means the highest charge she could face is misdemeanor vehicular manslaughter. Prosecutors declined to charge Caitlyn Jenner for her role in the fatal car crash in California. The Associated Press reports, We believed from the start that a thorough and objective investigation would clear Caitlyn of any wrongdoing, Jenner's attorney Blair Blurk said in a statement. We are heartened the district attorney has agreed that even a misdemeanor charge would be inappropriate. The woman who died in the accident, Kim Ho, was sued for $18.5 million by the five occupants in the Hummer she struck after Jenner's vehicle pushed her into the oncoming traffic. The lawyer for the five Hummer occupants planned to file an identical lawsuit against Jenner. That's what the $18.5 million was from, claiming her negligence caused the crash. It's still unclear why the Hummer occupants believe Ho was negligent. As for Jenner, the fact that she struck the Lexus from behind creates an open and shut case for negligence. But the amount of damages the Hummer occupants want is questionable until you find out what happened to them later on. In the end, reported by TMZ, according to court docs, the stepchildren William Ho and Dana Redmond filed dismissals on January of 2016. Sources connected with the case tell TMZ it settled for a very modest amount because everyone realized the stepkids had no legal standing to press the case. 
As a result, we're told a small amount of money changed hands, but it was paid by insurance. Therefore, no money came out of Caitlin's pocket to the stepchildren. As reported by Good Morning America, in January of 2018, Caitlyn Jenner settled the suit of the family that was in the Hummer during the Pacific Coast Highway accident. The family of the Hummer were counted to be five, including musician Peter Wolf Melissi, his wife, Leah Wolf Melissi, their two children, and Leah's mother, Elga Moore. Elga Moore, 73, who suffered a cervical spine fracture, received $500,000 whilst Peter suffered severe nerve injuries to his hands and wrists. And Leah suffered blunt trauma to her knees as well as neck and back injuries and emotional distress receiving $100,000 for each of them, the husband and wife. And the kids received $50,000 each because Nino, a child, suffered blunt trauma and emotional distress and Gatano, a child who was four weeks old at the time, was hospitalized after he failed to respond to stimuli at the scene. It's believed that insurance went some way to paying the settlement. Caitlin also handed out $250,000 in attorney fees. I do hope the Hummer family and the Prius driver and anyone involved is doing okay today. Should Caitlin have been held fully accountable for everyone's physical and mental health problems caused by the collision? In my opinion, yes, she allegedly started the collision, whether accident or not. Therefore, she was liable in my opinion. Kim Ho lived a very fulfilling life, helping animals in so many ways. She helped by donating and getting others to donate in hopes of better lives for animals being abused and tested in the name of science. May she rest in peace. Thank you for watching and following my show on the exclusive podcast platform of your choosing. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Thursday Minis and more to come. If you've made it this far, subscribe, like, and follow on Spotify, YouTube, Google, or Apple Podcasts linked in the description box. You have tuned into It Girl and Crime, Murder, and Mystery. See y'all next episode. Bye.